This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Alex here, and welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. We're going to jump right into part two of our interview with Yui Abraham. Enjoy. How, how did you, you came to America from Nigeria yeah. and you have an accent. I'm sorry, when I came from Jamaica, it was the same thing. I had an accent. It was like trying to, do you fit in or do you stand out? Where did, did you want to go? So when you came here and you wanted to do, you know, medical doctor and you were studying that to jump from that to entrepreneurship. Now you've got three different identities, right? How did you, how did you find your way in both the tech field, but also just America making your way, making yourself fit in or stand out, whatever, whatever it is you see yourself as right now? Wow. That's a really, really good question because, you know, I've been here for a while. I still have an accent and, um, my accent became my biggest liability because, you know, I it, it was much way thicker than it is today. So imagine constantly being hearing from people that I can hear you, I can understand you, say it over again, say it over again. So it began to affect my self-esteem. And when it affected my self-esteem, it began to affect my money. Because what people don't understand is this, confidence is tied to your money. If you have low self-esteem and low confidence, you're not going to make money as an entrepreneur. But if you raise your confidence game up, then your self-esteem will be raised up. And by doing those two things, right, money is going to come to you, the kind of people that you're going to attract the right people just by doing those two things, right? So my accent affected me so much. Then being black too, right? And so I'm being black in tech, having an accent in tech, being Nigerian, in tech, all these were all negatives against me. So what helped me was, and really God, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, so just praying and just align God, the Bible to really help me. And secondly, to listen to my wife, my wife is a counselor. So she would just begin to talk to me all the time to say, hey, your accent does not define you. Don't listen to the negative people. You're good enough. You're intelligent enough like everybody else. You know, and, and also to the third thing that helped me was self-development, self-development. I mean, I listen to everybody from Les Brown to Tony Robbins to Grant Cardone to Russell Brunson to everybody. And then just begin to mimic them, you know, act confidently, even when I didn't have confidence. Act like I got self-esteem, even when they have um, self-esteem, right? So I allowed my mentors to become that mirror that I, I would look into to see myself and see what was capable. So by doing that self-development work, it, it has helped me from feeling like I'm not good enough because of my accent or feeling like nobody's going to take me seriously because of my accent. So now finding, finding a way to say, okay, my accent is actually one of my assets. It sets me apart. It makes me more memorable, right? Because, oh, that's the guy with the accent instead of, oh, who is that person, right? So that's helped me too. Like when we started Vonza.com and currently is, we're the only black-owned all-in-one platform. 
right? So a few years ago, I would not even do it because of imposter syndrome, because of inferiority complex, right? But just because I've built my self-esteem, built my confidence enough, now I can be like, hey, I can do all things, right? And, you know, is it, is it, is it, in fact, when we, let me tell you this too, when we first started Vonza.com, I was trying so hard to find a white person to be the face of the company. Because I feel like when people see that the founder is black, is an, have an accent, is Nigerian, they will never use our platform. Because everybody that, all of our competitors, they're all white boys, you know? So it took a while for me. I think it was the George Floyd thing that really, when there was this kind of more racial conversation, more black people began to say, okay, we want to support our own. I think that was kind of what also gave me the confidence at that time. Just, okay, you know what? You know, even white people don't use our platform because the owner is black. There's millions of black entrepreneurs out there. So I'm going to put my face out there. I'll be the face, the name, the voice of the company. And I'll just let our product speak for itself. I love that transformation. That's really cool. And the fact that you had your wife there to support you, that just, I mean, <clears throat> behind every great man is an even greater woman, right? That, yeah. That's the thing. So uh, shout out to her. And that's really, that, that is really cool. Um, and you're right. I mean, the, the having a black face of a company a couple, I don't want to say a couple of years ago, uh, it's probably even more recent. People would have second guessed the platform. So, um, the fact that you've kind of stepped out and kind of championed that I think is really admirable because we are good enough. We make wonderful products. So yeah. we should really start, you know, stepping up and, and competing because we, we have the ability to compete. Um, you've been doing this for a while now. Are you still having fun? Uh, I know Vonza has been taking up a lot of your time. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a hell of a platform. I mean, yeah. what you're trying to build. Thank you. Um, are you still in, are you still in, enjoying this? Wow, man, you are so, you are such good questions though. Like you're like a psychologist or an interviewer. You probably need to have your own <laughs> show, though. Like you need to have your own Bravo show or something. Okay, uh, I don't know. I think I'm I'm beginning to start enjoying it because this is what happens, right? Because I was so poor and broke. You know, starting out in business. So, and I didn't have money to start my businesses, right? So I overcompensated for my lack of resources with work. Let me say that again. I didn't have the so I didn't have financial equity. So I made sure I had sweat equity. So, but the problem with that was that I got so used to working that now I'm conditioned to work. I feel guilty when I'm not working. I don't know how to enjoy, uh, you know, much of life if I'm not doing something that makes my brain feel like I'm being productive. So now, my of my goal from 2020, 2021, if I 2021 is to learn, I have to retrain myself to say, okay, take a day off completely from work. Take an hour or two off, right? Because um, I, I got so conditioned. I kind of, my behavior, my, my, my mindset has been built to so much work, work, work that I'm now learning to like, okay, have fun. And like I told you, I just, I got a Bentley yesterday because now I'm like, okay, let me drive what I want. Let me 
you know, you know go on vacations more. Let me, you know, I've been working hard for many years, like 16, 20 hour days, seven days a week. So let me start taking a day off. So to answer your question, and I kind of been rambling a little bit, I'm learning now to, to have more fun. It's, it's not natural for me because I woke up this morning at six after about maybe 15 minutes of prayer, the next thing it was, I was on this laptop walking. I just love walking. So I'm learning to start chilling more, enjoying more. I'm, I'm, I'm so weird. I was in Nigeria for missions work two weeks ago. I went to the, to the beach, right? After 30 minutes, I was bored. Like who gets bored in the beach, right? Uh, the person that went with me was like, why don't you take off your shoe and walk in the sand and enjoy the ocean? Okay, I've been doing that for 30 minutes. What else? I've, there's no, what, what else is there to do? So, you know, I know it's weird, but I get bored when I'm in the beach or just take it's kind of what people talk about in vacation. I get bored after 30 minutes. So I'm learning to... Take a deep breath and relax more. <laughs> so that's an interesting question. No, I mean that, that, but that makes it makes complete sense. I mean, you, you've been, you've been, it's been ingrained in you at this point where it's like breathing. You know, you stop yeah. for a little bit and you got to come back up for air. It's been thirty minutes now. How could you guys do this for so long? So I, I, I think that's part of that is that immigrating you, and then part of it is you still have a lot of fire left in you because yeah. you're, you're not done. I mean, Vonza, Vonza's there, but it's not it's not where you think it should be, right? So your mind is never going to settle until you feel like, okay, my baby is growing up. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure, again, I'm sure your daughter will really enjoy you being able to spend more time relaxing. I'm sure she wants to travel the world, but yeah. daddy wants to work. So now at 13, you could take her to France or you know wherever the hell, wherever she wants to go. Um, Okay, so switching gears here, uh, how did you become a best-selling author, right? Because you, I mean, you came in to be a doctor, then yeah. you became an entrepreneur. Yeah. Now, you know, now you're this CEO building, you know, building out this this wonderful platform. Yeah. And you're also an author, right? Yeah. That's, that's a, a long title stream for one person. How do you how do you take it to that level of being a best-selling author? Yeah. Uh, I wrote my first book in 2008. So at that time too, I was still struggling with my accent thing. And then, so I figured out something, right? If you can hear my accent, <clears throat> you know, you can read my you can read my thoughts in my book, right? So when you read my books, you can hear my accent in my book, you know? So I wrote a book called Blueprint for Success, uh, which was pretty much uh, my journey of everything I've learned on personal development and success. And that was my very first book. So as of today, I probably have written at least 20, some 25 books. And I have a book now that I'm working on. So I'm giving you a lot of uh, announcements that is not out there yet. So I'm working <laughs> on a new book now that's going to be out in January called Online Business Secrets. Uh, I think the subtitle is going to be how to build a seven-figure online business, even if you have no followers, following followers, even if you have no followers, funding or fame. So pretty much it's a book to teach people everything I know 
on the different ways to build and make money on to be the seven-figure business online so that's going to be my next book and then so i became a best-selling author is everything i've known was to to grind right write the book out i have what i call it dream 100 strategy whereby it works for any kind of business or products you have uh get your phone out pick a list i write down the name uh phone number of 100 people that you know or you talk to regularly and just call or text every one of them to buy your product your book your course or whatever you always got at least 20 or 30 percent of them that do that and you just repeat the same uh, thing over and over again i uh, built my personal brand considerably online uh, people buy it from there and the number one way i was selling my books and um, before covid was through speaking engagements you know when i do speaking engagement podcast uh, live events i mention my books that's been the best way i've always sold them so uh it's just it's just the same thing just grinding talking to people giving value taking every opportunity i could to talk in front of people when they hear my knowledge they'll be like man i think that book is gonna be good so i'll be able to sell a lot of books like that then of course amazon people stumble upon my books on amazon having interesting titles like creditzilla for instance i have a book creditzilla so when you put creditzilla or credit you know it's gonna rank on amazon so i sell a lot of books through that as well hey, hey, hey. Which would you choose? Investing hundreds in trial and error trades to learn or earning money today by following a simple guide to trading stocks and options? You can make your first trade in just the first three days. You can get my ultimate beginner's trading plan for free by going to mytradingplan.org. Years of experience in one simple guide. You'll know exactly what to look for and you could start with a small amount. Go to mytradingplan.org to get my free beginner's trading plan. I did the hard way so you didn't have to. So off the top of your head, how many, how many, this is just a fun question because it's not actually written down off the top of your head. How many streams of income can you count? Cause I, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot and I'm trying to keep yeah. track. But I can't, I mean, you've got to a 20, you said you've got over 20 books. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a good question too. I believe every entrepreneur should have a minimum of four streams of income. I have at least seven streams of income. Let me see if I can count them. Okay. My books, right. Residual passive income, my books. Uh, I do consulting. I get paid for consulting. I do coaching. I get paid for that. I have music, right? My wife and I, we have music. It's not a lot of money. Yeah, we have about four albums out. It's on gospel, rap music, stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, it's on iTunes, uh, 
YouTube, Spotify, all of those good stuff. So music is one. Then, of course, I have, a, I have an online university, Higher Place Christian University. I have Vonza. I have, uh, what else do I have? I have a book publishing company as well, right? We help people publish their books, yeah? And not just only book publishing, we also do ghost writing. So that means somebody want to write a book, but they are too busy or don't know what to do. We can help them. We interview them, help them write and publish their books. So I do, I do uh, ghost writing as well. Then also to have a car renting, I do, you know, a little bit, you know, car renting business here and there. You know, like I said, I have luxury vehicles, you know, you need a wedding. They want to take, you know, your wife, your lady out on a nice dinner. You need a Bentley, you need a Rolls Royce, you need some, you know, I, I can I can make that happen too. But I don't do that so much, so much, but, but at least seven streams of income. You know, and also too, I got staff. I got about 40 people on my payroll uh, in four continents, four or five continents. So I got to bring the bread so I can, you know, pay my staff <laughs> and put into into Vonza and fund my lifestyle as well. I'm philanthropy. I'm very big in philanthropy. We're building a house right now in Africa for orphans and widows. So we donate like 3% of our income and to to you know to that initiative in Africa, then after that we're gonna go Caribbean and to other places as well. So I do multiple things, yeah. Jesus, oh my God, I love it. That's funny. That's and you you still have a little bit of hustler in you, right? The, with the rental cars, you still have a little bit of that hustler sneaking out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In my in my in this new book I'm writing too, I'm going to be showing people the game too, the rental car business game. I made in 2018, I made over a hundred thousand dollars in profits from car rental business, right. 2019 about the same then vonza takes a lot of my time now so i just don't do certain things as much i'm more like into like passive income automated income now like my books my music and some of those stuff is passive i don't promote them i just put it on spotify uh amazon and it just gets some organic traffic here and there so but why can't but this the current thing is a lot of manpower and I don't have enough staff to really push it. So kind of, you know, but still kind of bringing bread every now and then, you know? Yeah. I mean, 2020, 2020 and 2021 are really the years of automation, right? You're, there's, yeah. there's a way to automate almost everything. So to, to, to really keep using your energy for things that aren't automated is going to take a lot of your time. So I, I think I love, I love everything and I love the gems you dropped today. Um, so can you just tell us, because you have a lot of information that people want to hear. You dropped a lot of free gems that people love. We obviously people already know the site, right? Vonza.com. Um, you got a new book coming out that they'll be looking for. But in the meantime, before they can get set up on your site, before they can get your book, how can they find you? Can we get your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you got? How can they find you? How can they reach you? Um, and maybe there's an aspiring entrepreneur out there who's looking for uh, a mentor like yourself. Maybe they're Nigerian. And they listen to my podcast, and they maybe they felt the same things as you. How can they reach out to you? 
yeah thank you so much and the easiest way is my first name i'll spell it is u y i so you can go to u y i abraham.com uh you can go to instagram u y i abraham facebook u y i abraham or vonza.com vonza start with a v is v o n z a vonza.com about us page uh at the bottom my you know social media handles are there too or just go to uyabraham.com instagram facebook everything's uyabraham i've never i've never done this part before uh, i'm gonna try it out can you leave us with a leave us with your favorite quote the first well, a quote that comes to the top of your mind yeah it could be biblical if you want to because i know you're a yeah. man of the church yeah my favorite quote was by Zig Zagler. And I heard this quote when I was in college. So this is probably over 20 years ago. And it changed my life forever. Zig Zagler said, and it's true, you will always have everything you need in life if you have enough other people get what they need. That's yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. And it's been true. It's been true. The more I help people, the more they pay me for helping them. So if you help enough people get what they want, you always have all your wants met. Period. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the last two days of this interview with Yui Abraham, CEO of Vonza.com. If you're someone with a business or the desire to build an online business, make sure you check out Vonza.com. It's got everything you need to launch and run your business all in one place. Now, if starting with $100 and a suitcase for the clothes isn't inspiring enough for you, those four business ideas he gave us were absolute gold. So make sure if you don't have a side hustle today or your own business, Make sure you start by trying at least one of those four ideas for the next couple months to see if you can take your financial situation to another level. Now, before you go, one last thing. Make sure you check out mytradingplan.org. If you are an investor or an inspiring investor, I would start here. You can use my personally designed trading plan to help you get started in the market in as little as three days. And use this as a blueprint to start designing your own strategy so that in 2021, you can take advantage of all the money flowing in the financial markets. Now, until next time, remember, don't ask for security. Seek adventure. Adventure.